Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you listen to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. About a month ago, we published an episode called What About Crypto? And in this episode, we just talked about the the relevancy of crypto and, and asked ourselves the question, should we invest in crypto? Now, we didn't end the episode with an answer, but rather a series of questions that I recommended that people ask themselves as they consider going into this crypto arena and in, in investing your money. And so part of the, that episode, um, I opened it by sharing a story of a client of mine, a young dude who he invested $6,000 in crypto. And in a very short period of time, call it luck, call it awesome, he went from 6000 to 32000 And he called me and asked me, what should he do? And so I've had a lot of people reach out to us asking, what happened? What did he do? What decisions did he make? Where does he stand today? So I'll give you a little summary of of where he was. Um, So he started at 6,000. He ended up at 32,000. And so after that, kind of along the way, he panicked, sold a few times, and then he rebought. You know, the volatility, it got to him. It made him nervous. It made him anxious. And so he sold a few times, but he rebought. And so a few Saturdays ago, I called him and I asked him, where, where do you stand? What did you do? And here's what he did. He sold $7,000 worth of crypto and he still had $10,000 in it. And so he started with $6,000 in cash. And where he was a few weeks ago was he had $7,000 in cash. So he had more than he started with in cash, but he still had $10,000 in crypto. And so today, fast forward another few weeks, he has 7000 in cash and about 7000 in crypto. So he started with 6000 and today he has 14000 Wow, that's a huge win. He's more than doubled his money in a very short period of time, about six weeks. Here's the problem. He feels like he lost. He has very mixed emotions. He kind of feels like crap. He kind of feels like he made mistakes. He feels like he missed out on something bigger and he feels regret. Now, I look at it and say, you made over 100% return in less than two months. By any measurement, that is a wild success. But he doesn't feel that way necessarily. And so we're going to unpack that a little bit in this episode. And so I also mentioned in that episode that I decided, because I had never invested in crypto or used Robinhood, that I needed to do it. And so I wanted to experience what he and so many others in my world have experienced. So at that time, I invested $3,000 in crypto. And at one point, that $3,000 went to $7,000. So I more than doubled my money in probably a week. And then today, it's back down to about $3,700. So I'm up $700 on a $3,000 investment. And so I went into that little experiment with a set of assumptions about how this is going to work and more importantly, how it's going to feel psychologically. And I would say every single step of the way has confirmed what I had suspected going in. Now, first I need to start by saying Robinhood, those that made Robinhood, those that that operate Robinhood, you're all geniuses. You are geniuses 
And you have really created something pretty remarkable. And one thing that you did is you turned investing into a game. And I'm not sure that was your, your intent, but that's kind of how it, it has played out. So first, I'm going to provide some context because people that are investing today, they don't have a lot to compare it to because they're living in the world today, 2021. But here's some context about, about my own journey. I started investing in the late 1990s. At the time, it cost about $40 to buy or sell. About $40 to buy it and then $40 to sell it, no matter how much I was buying or selling. So if I wanted to make a $200 investment, it was going to cost me $40 to make that investment. Then eventually it went down to 25 and then 15 and then 10 and then 7 on the platform that I use. Now it's essentially free. But it, it was not free for most of the history of the stock market. In fact, it was very costly. But now, it's free. And you used to never be able to buy fractional shares. So for example, if you wanted to go invest $15 in Apple stock, you can go do that today. Historically, that wasn't always the case. You had to buy one share of Apple stock, or two shares, or three shares, or however many shares. They had to be whole numbers. And so if a, if a company costs $500, theoretically, you needed at least $500 to buy a share of that stock. Today, the world we live in, you can buy fractional shares. You can invest your $5 in Apple. You don't have to have enough to buy one full share of Apple. That's a change. Now, there's been platforms over the years that have allowed you to do this for quite some time, but it's never been common practice. But it is today. It is today, especially on Robinhood. Now, historically, you never were able to, to see real-time prices to the second, literally to the second. Historically, a long time ago, you used to have to look in the newspaper every morning to see what the price of a stock was. Every day, the stock price would go up and down. The people on Wall Street would know, and then you would read about it in the newspaper. And then over time, as the internet became more prevalent, you used to be able to go see. You could, hit, you could click a button, and it would refresh the price. But we haven't had a long period of time where you were able to see it literally to the second. Click, click, click. That's newer in our society. Something else that's very unique, especially, this is crypto specific, is that the market is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. In the stock market, I, I live in the central time zone. And so the stock market is open from 8.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., Monday through Friday, and then shut down on a lot of holidays. And so the market is open during market hours. And that's a very specific moment of the day, a specific period of time during the day, during the week. With crypto, it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And that, that, that actually does something psychologically to us. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more. So the net impact, what is the net impact of some of these nuances between today and 2021, and historically speaking. The, the no transaction cost is a really big deal. And in theory, it's a really good thing. You're empowering us. You're empowering the investors to be able to invest and not, not cost us a lot of money to trade. So that money we get to keep, and it's not going to some broker somewhere. So in theory, that is good. But the shadow side of that is it has incentivized us to trade more frequently. Now, when I started investing, if it cost me $40 to invest, 
I better be very mindful of my trades because that's a lot of money. So I don't want to buy and then quickly sell. I need to be very mindful of that. And so it made you think more longer term. For example, when I buy an, uh, um, any investment, I'm assuming that I'm going to hold it for at least five years, probably 20. The, the idea has never even crossed my mind that I would not hold it at least five years. I'm making a long-term investment. But that's not how it works today because we're incentivized to trade, trade, trade. Market goes up, we try to sell it. And then we try to time it and buy it. So we're trading and trading and trading like crazy. Statistics show, historically, that is not a very good strategy. History shows we are going to lose. We are not going to beat the market by doing that. But we now live in a world on a platform like Robinhood, and, and they're not the only ones, where with zero transaction costs, there's no barriers to trade. We're just incentivized to keep trading as much as we want. I think to the, to the second pricing, when you're in Robinhood, you can see the numbers click up, click down. There's green, there's red, and there's a lot going on. It's very visual. It's very visceral. And it provides a feeling of euphoria. As you're watching it, you can sit on the screen watching real time, watching your money click up and click down. It, it's a very surreal feeling. And something as a, an investor for over 20 years, I've never really felt. Because, again, I, I never made an investment caring about what it does in the near term. But Robinhood, the entire platform is visual. It's meant to see that and to feel the euphoria in it, which is really genius. It is genius. And I think the crypto markets being open 24 hours a day means you're literally on the clock all the time. When you invest in the stock market or with mutual funds, you're not on the clock all the time. The market closes and then that's it. But with crypto, you're literally on the clock all the time. And what I found myself doing is checking it and seeing how is it doing? What's going on? And literally, when you're open 24 hours a day, any, any tweet, any news, any update will cause stuff to happen. And that's 24 hours a day. That's, that's interesting. That's new for the investing world. Now, there's other products that have traded 24 hours a day for a long time off-market off stuff. But the, the stock market as a whole, that's not how it works. And I think the other thing that I've noticed in my experience with crypto is that the volatility is so high. It is not uncommon to have 10, 20% swings often. And that, again, creates a feeling of euphoria. You can feel it in your veins. It's exciting and it's scary, but it's exciting. That's very weird. And I think that's something different. And, and that level of volatility is not good for us psychologically. It, it feels like gambling. It feels intense. Investing isn't supposed to feel intense. If done well, investing is supposed to feel like nothing. We're supposed to have no emotions in our investing whatsoever. And the way it's done now, the way, the way it's built, all there is is emotion. It's super intense. And there's another side effect that I saw with, with my young friend. I've seen it with other people. And I felt it in myself. Is that we always feel like losers in this game. In this Robin Hood crypto game. We always feel like losers. For example, my young friend. He invested 6000 It went up to 32000 He now has about 14000 So he more than doubled and didn't feel good about it. He felt like crap about it. At parts, you know, at moments through it, and even today, I would say, I would say he doesn't feel great. That's absurd compared to the fact that 
our, our reasonable expectation for investment returns should be a plus or minus 9% a year over a long period of time. And here he is, he made over 100% in less than two months. And so we, we always feel like losers in this game, and here's why. There's a few things that make us feel regret. And there's four things that I have seen in him, I've seen it in others, and I feel it in myself. Number one, we say to ourselves, I should have bought sooner. And you look at the run-up of crypto, you look at the run-up of GameStop, you look at the run-up of all these things that we're, we're trading frequently, and we say, oh, I wish I would have bought in sooner. And let's just say we did buy sooner. We say, I wish I would have bought more. We have regret. Oh, I got in early, but I, I, I didn't have the confidence. I should have bought more. Because hindsight is always 2020. When we look back at Dogecoin, we look back at, at, at Bitcoin and Ethereum, and we look back at GameStop, we look back at these things and we say, oh, I should have bought more. And then we say to ourselves, like my young friend, we should say to ourselves, oh, I should have sold his 6,000 was at 32,000. It's easy for him to look back and say, oh man, I should have sold. And we feel regret. Or we look back and we say, oh, we shouldn't have sold. There are people that made a ton of money in Bitcoin. I know somebody personally who made over a half million dollars in Bitcoin and then he sold. Now, that's a half million dollars. But all he can think about is the opportunity cost of his decision to sell and he wished he would have kept going in hindsight because he lost millions of dollars by selling when he did. So never mind the fact that he made a half million, all he can think about was, oh my gosh, I lost millions of dollars here. And so those four, four things, I should have bought sooner, I should have bought more, I should have sold or I shouldn't have sold. The way we're investing today, especially in Robinhood, especially in crypto, it's causing us to have these emotions. And so even people that are winning are still not feeling like they're winners because these emotions are creeping in. That's hard. That's so hard. I wish my young friend felt an extreme amount of excitement and, and optimism about his, his outcome of investing 6000 and ending up with 14000 I wish it was just straight up, oh my gosh, what the, the, best, thing, the best thing in the world. I wish he felt that. And I wish that I would look at my investment and say, man, that was awesome. That was really good, but I don't. And I think we can, and you could say, well, Travis, you just, you just don't, can't handle investing. Well, I compare that to my, my stock market investing, my, my mutual fund investing that I've done for 20 years. And as a point of comparison, the stock market fell 32% in early 2020 as COVID started to spread globally. I literally lost a third of my entire life savings in five weeks. That was a lot of money. I had zero emotion about it. Not one single emotion came to me during that season. And I had these conversations with people that are like, aren't you freaking out? Aren't you worried? Doesn't that make you feel sick? And I always say, no, it doesn't because history is on my side. I can look at history and say 9% a year for 150 years including all these crazy down cycles. And so as, as I'm in the process of losing a third of my life savings over a five-week period of time, no motion. I get on Robinhood and I look at the Robinhood app and I'm watching it and I'm seeing it click in real time and I'm watching the crazy volatility. All I can feel is are all these emotions, the euphoria, 
the fear, the anxiety, the regret. I could, I could feel all of this over, what, $3,000? I invested $3,000 and I was sent on an emotional roller coaster. But over here, I lost a third of my life savings, which was a lot of money. No motion. So I think we really need to think about that and ask ourselves, how are we doing this? How are we looking at our investing? How are we processing this emotionally, psychologically, mentally? Because I think a lot of us feel the weight of the emotions of this investing because of the way we're doing it. And I, I really would caution people from taking this approach. Investing shouldn't be emotional. You shouldn't think about it. You shouldn't ponder it. You shouldn't dwell on it. You should invest your money and then decades later, know you will win. That's how it should work. But that's not how it's working for so many people. And, and I don't blame them because they don't know any different because this is the way we're told to do it. We're told this is the right way because this is the way to become rich. And I think we're missing the mark. Now, what are my conclusions then? So I, I went through this experience and I'm going to, and people are like, Travis, aren't you going to sell your crypto? And I'm like, well, no. And they're like, why didn't you sell them when it was at 7,000? And I, and I say the same thing. I don't buy investments that I don't plan to keep for at least five years. And so I'm just going to stay on the journey. I want to continue to experience this because people around me are experiencing Robinhood and crypto in this journey. And so I'm going to continue to stay on the path because that's what I do as an investor. We're going to stay on the path. And maybe that'll be really good for me. And maybe that will be really bad for me. I don't know. And we don't know because we don't have a historical context with crypto. If that were in a mutual fund, in an index fund, I would know how it plays out. I could do the math roughly and give you a range. And I'll say 30 years from now, it's probably going to be in this range. And, and I might miss it. But I have a good sense for what that looks like going forward. Crypto, we don't know. We don't know. Will I have the best returns of my life in this? Maybe. Will I lose everything? Maybe. Don't know. But I'm committed to the journey because that's what I do when I invest money. Now, all this to be said, I don't think Robinhood is evil. I, I think they've actually created a brilliant platform. They've created a platform that's accessible to everybody at small dollar amounts, no transaction costs. They've created something remarkable. Props to them. It, it's revolutionary. And I think how fast our society has latched on to Robinhood and to investing in general is probably a real testament to the, the brilliance of this platform. So applause to them. That, that's really, it really is a cool platform. But we need to get our emotions in check. We need to think long term. I'm not saying don't use Robinhood. I'm saying we have to think long term. If we're playing the trading game and all we're doing is watching and feeling the euphoria of, of our things going up and down and selling and buying and selling and buying, I think we're going to lose. I really do. Buying and holding index funds, even if it's on Robinhood, is a good thing. We can dollar cost average every month over, over a series of years. And as, as we have money to invest, we invest it and we be patient. And I'm not, I'm not even saying crypto is bad. Again, I don't know. I'm not an expert. I don't even play one on TV. I don't want to be, I, I don't want to pretend I'm an expert in crypto. So I'm not even saying you shouldn't invest in crypto. But here's what I am saying. I'm saying 
it's probably not a wise idea for crypto to be the foundation of your investing. If you want to invest in crypto, knock yourself out. I am now. I'm not sure I like it, but I am. And so what I would say is if you want to invest in crypto, great, but don't, don't let that be the foundation of your investing. It can be a piece of it. But I think, I think you're taking on a lot of risk if you decide that is your investing or that's the book of your investing. I don't think we know how that will play out. It could, it could be one of either two extremes. And I think we also have to keep in context the stock market. 9% a year for 150 years. That's great. Don't let this current environment of watching people make extraordinary amounts of money over a short period of time pollute your perspective. Because the market's crazy right now. There's a lot of markets that are crazy right now. Don't let that pollute your mind because this is a season. It's a cool season. Enjoy it. But it's not the way it's going to be forever. And so just keep in mind, a 9% return over a long period of time is enough to get you to where you want to be. And so that's my encouragement to you. If you want to use Robinhood, awesome. If you want to use other platforms, I, I love Vanguard. Schwab is good. Um, E-Trade could be a good option for you. There are several good options out there. And so just know if you keep these principles in mind, you're going to be okay. And if you want to mess with, with crypto, great. But just maybe keep these, these things in mind as you're investing and maybe try to get the emotions out of it. And, and when you do, it can, it can be fun. Enjoy the journey. Have, you know, have fun with it and enjoy the ride. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And again, the goal is not to become rich. The goal is to live a meaningful life. And so keep that in mind. Don't, put, don't make the, the end goal to become filthy rich. That shouldn't be your goal. Your goal should be to live a meaningful life. Well, if you'd like to reach us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram, Meaning Over Money. You can also find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. And of course, you can find our financial course for young adults called Meaning Over Money, where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And you can find that by going to meaningover.money. And we love our podcast listeners. And if you are a podcast listener, we have a 25% off promo code on all of our products. If you're interested in, in buying a pro one of our courses, you can use the promo code PODCAST25, PODCAST25 at checkout. And if you want to take a deeper step into living this meaningful life, one of these courses might be the ticket for you. But if it's not, we are excited to have you here on the podcast. We're excited you're along for the ride, and we hope this continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. 